Jesus podcast. This is Steve Booz Benson, the host of the podcast. It's great to have you with us. This is our special Christmas edition of the Cowboy Jesus podcast. And I have special guests with me today who are going to be working on the podcast. First of all, I have Tag Worley, who is sitting over here. He's going to be the quiet one on the side, although he might have to jump in with some of, some of this. He's going to do the engineering of this. I have Samantha Bronson, she's here, and Jill Vanderwall and Sarah Rex. And together, we are going to brainstorm about Christmas and what Christmas is for us. And we're talking about, first of all, Christmas leftovers. Christmas leftovers is our theme. And I'll let the three of you decide actually what Christmas leftovers is. And I'm going to start with Jill Vanderwall. Jill, what is Christmas leftovers? Christmas leftovers. Well, there's all sorts of leftovers, right? Like Christmas is like a bomb goes off in your house. I mean, you've got wrapping paper that you can't recycle, that bomb, right? And that you're really not supposed to put in the fireplace because it no, blows up. No, no, I had a friend who blew up their fireplace. Yeah, um, don't put it Yeah, major house fire. It's just like everything about Christmas, right? Already our Christmas tree is about to burn down. So, I mean, like, it's so dry. We need to take that out. And then you have the food <laughs> leftovers. When do, you, when do you take your tree down? Well, I think this year we're going to take it down before we go out of town because it's so dry. It literally could catch on fire any day. I mean, it's just like a crisp torch. When do you take your tree down, Sarah? Usually mm, two weeks at, two weeks after uh, January. It two is weeks after? Because you have Whoa. a fake tree. Yeah, yeah. You keep it up for she three She has a fake weeks? tree, so it's not yeah. going to burn down. I think do I you do. Really? I love it. I love Christmas. I, like, it's hard for me to like I say agree. goodbye to all the lights and the happiness. Oh, my God. So, what do, yeah. do you take your tree down, Samantha? Well, usually we do it the day after Christmas, but we're going to be traveling that day, so we might take it down on Christmas night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm all over that. Phoebe and I, it's all down on Christmas, day after Christmas. Are you serious? Oh, day that after day? Christmas. That day? Yeah, not, sometimes I want to take it down. Oh, my gosh. Christmas afternoon, but we have everybody coming over for dinner. So the day after Christmas, it all comes down. Wow. The tree gets cut up, put in the garbage. So the 26th, the 27th, the 20, all those chill days between New Year's and Christmas. I am working. Those uh, are no chill days no, for me after sad. Christmas. Steve's what favorite time doing? to work. <laughs> I don't know. So the Christmas I'm tree I'm sitting by my up? Christmas tree. <laughs> but do, you, do you have a fake Christmas tree? No, I have a real one. Why are oh, all really? the needles falling down on that? Yeah, but I could clean them up. Who oh cares? Oh, my gosh. All right, go back, Jill. Christmas. Great. That's just leftovers. The and then like. Goes off. Yeah, and then food, you know, just I love making a lot of food that you can kind of keep eating for the next week. What and are you doing for Christmas dinner? Well, this year we are, as a family that has a bunch of pastors, we are doing Christmas dinner the next day. So Monday we'll do Christmas dinner, and we're all together at a, somebody else's house. And so we're doing salmon and Ooh. steaks on the grill with twice salmon baked potatoes. Salmon and steaks on the grill. That's my kind of Christmas I dinner. I know. So it'll be great. That's just lovely. What are I'm, you doing, Sarah, for dinner? I don't know. You I, don't I, know. I, honest to God, I, I've never had to work on Christmas. So I don't really know what I'm doing because normally I'm in charge of making the dinner, so I have to figure it out. But I have a bunch of people coming to my house, so I you I, better figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. You better figure yeah. it out. What do you do for Christmas? <laughs> so dinner? it's just Luke and I, and we have this book where you open it up and you scratch off like a with your coin, and it has a date idea. And so we did that, picked one for Christmas building a p blanket fort, and then roasting marshmallows on in a little indoor marshmallow maker thing. So you're having marshmallows for dinner? We'll probably have, like, something else. Like but what? that's, like, like the what? most ex – I don't – I have no idea. That's Luke's right, you in don't charge cook. of that, yeah, no. That's right, you don't cook. Luke does all the cooking. Oh, yeah. 
So you're going to make a little blanket in your living room with a little gas fireplace you can set the place on fire? Probably, yeah. A little toasted <laughs> marshmallows. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we're doing a big ham. We always do ham, mashed potatoes, green beans, pie, ice cream, that kind of stuff. Uh, Does it happen at your house? So well, all we your do kids come? We do Christmas Eve at, uh, at, at Kyle and Rachel and Holden and Graham's house. That's the big thing on Christmas Eve, which I never get to go to because right. I'm always working. We're always working Christmas Eve. But then Christmas Day after church, God, can we believe we have to come <laughs> to church on Christmas Day? Then they're all coming over to our house to do something. Tag, what? yell at us. What, what? do you do? What no. do you, oh, when yeah. does your tree come down? Microphone. <laughs> um, January 1. January, you keep it up through New Year's oh, Day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I shouldn't say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Remember, this is a, sh a exactly. Christian show. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, it stays up through basically January 1st. We take it down January 1st. What do you do for dinner? Uh, this year, since I'll get home a little late, we're going to do ham. Oh, ham. We're going to do ham. Pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. cool. But we're not going to go buy like a $50 ham. We're going to go get some slices. Oh, I don't, don't do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's disgusting. Enough Go to me. Whole Foods and get something nice. Whole All right, foods. let's do a little <laughs> Whole Foods. They have the best hams. So expensive. Mm. Uh, no, it's not expensive. Yes, you gotta go the whole safe paycheck. Do you know, <laughs> safe whole paycheck. Full of chemicals. That's not terrible. true. Not true. <laughs> Honey baked is good. Honey baked is expensive. Costco's good. Costco's really good. Yeah, we did that for the. So one serious thing that we wanted to talk about. Samantha is going to talk about how we have stolen. Christ <laughs> from Christmas and the whole evangelical movement to get Christ into Christmas. Let's do the serious stuff first. Go for it, Sam. Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of kind of the catchphrases you hear from evangelical Christians this time of year, are like keep Christ in Christmas and don't say happy holidays to me because I'm a Christian. And I believe in Merry Christmas. It's all based on this fear, this fear that what they know and love is being taken away. And where does that fear come from? It comes from propaganda in the media and from churches who have certain agendas to keep these people in fear. And so the fear is that other holidays are going to start taking precedence, which is not going to be true. Like, what, 70% of Americans are Christian? Like, Christmas is here to stay. Also... It is the sphere of the commercialization of Christmas, that it's more about the buying, the consumerism, rather than the meaning of love, peace, joy, and all of that. But it gets wrapped up into this kind of convoluted message that then sets people who do not celebrate Christmas or do not celebrate Christmas in the Christian sense on edge. It just... You know, it creates division where I don't see any need for it. And that's why we're here, right? But it is, it's all based in fear. And it's all based on this propaganda given to these people through the media they consume. Because, you know, the crazy thing, Christians were the ones who stole Christmas. Right, the right. Christians, I mean, back in when Emperor Constantine in 335, uh, he... He and his mother set December 25th as being the date for Christmas, the birth of Christ. And they stole it from the Roman Empire, from the earlier Roman Empire, when they were doing um, a celebration of the sun, because it's right after this, the winter solstice. 
And there was already a big celebration of giving gifts, exchanging gifts, decorating homes, that kind of stuff. So it was a pagan holiday that then Constantine stole from the pagans and made it this Christian holiday that was done sent throughout the empire because now the empire was a Christian empire. So really, Christians stole Christmas from the pagans who celebrated Yule, the sun, the winter solstice, the returning of the sun. And so in some ways, what I see us doing with uh, Yule and Christmas presents and shopping and decorating and food, it kind of goes back to the origins of the holiday. And that if then if we want to celebrate Christ at Christmas, I mean, really, they, a lot of scholars think that, he w- that Jesus was born closer to springtime um, because the, if the fields, if the shepherds are in their field watching their flocks by night, that means summer pasture. That means they're already out of their winter pasture up on the hillside. So th- it's really more of a springtime, should be a springtime event, which is like Easter. Yeah. So there you go. A little history lesson. Who knew? <laughs> Sarah, where do you get in your husband for Christmas? Don't uh, tell him. You can't tell him. On, I know. On yeah, I can't. I can't. It's, it's so great that I Tell him you get him a toy. Are you getting him a toy? No. You're not getting him a toy? No. I You're mean, not getting him shirts, are you, or sheets, or an iron, or a vacuum? <laughs> in my home growing up, that was considered a good gift. Like, if you got new underwear, it was like, oh, my gosh, I have holes in my underwear. I'm so happy I got underwear, you know. <laughs> and, and now my husband says that that's not really a good gift. <laughs> that sucks as a gift. Doesn't it? I think I everyone hate, has different. I hated gifts But like you just, you have, like, super pragmatists who love a practical gift. And then you have players, like, people that love to play. But isn't it just all your personality type of what you love? I don't know. You're seven. Yeah. You like to play. What do you, tell me you didn't give sheets and <laughs> socks and underwear to your kids for Christmas? No, I mean, we give a whole... So this year, we're, like, doing a big, fun trip this summer. And so everything is travel-themed. And uh, so don't we're doing... Tell, don't, are they going to listen don't, to They this? don't listen. They just don't even know about this. So. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, like, if I if I died tomorrow, they'd come back and listen to this. But that's about <laughs> all. Um But yeah, like, so we're just doing fun themed. It took me and Zoe all of like 20 minutes. I wanted everybody because our whole family is traveling different places this summer, like my sister's family and my parents. It, uh, so I wanted us all to have matching audacious luggage tags. And do you know, like all like really bright tags so that, you know, like, oh, that's, that's so you know, so it's easy to grab. That's like from traveling with groups, you put like some green badge on them all. So you don't lose Betty Joe's luggage but so it took us maybe 12 minutes to pick out a color that she felt was okay for the luggage tags but everybody (laughs) is getting yellow luggage tags i love stuff like that random quirky great do you do stockings for your kids stockings are what we do and they're like out of control and my mom her passion as a seamstress and a quilter makes like the most extreme creative fun quilted embroidered stockings for every person in the family oh my every year there's a brand new stocking no not but like new babies get one or spouses get one and she designs them and they're like over the top amazing so like what do you put in a stocking Oh, just everything, right? Like little stockings get expensive, amazingly. I know. We stopped doing Makeup, it because they're so food, expensive. gadgets, hot sauce, spices. What do you not put in them? I know. I don't, what do you guys do for stockings? We always do 
cleaning stuff. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, you I'm do like, cleaning like, stuff? Yeah, like, like baths, like, like shampoo, what? conditioner. Oh, oh personal that grooming. That is what my family does. Uh, toilet. Oh, no, 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 like personal, toilet like to- toiletries. Yeah, like, like, like toothpaste. Oh, my God, that's, that's a fun. There but were, it's so boring. I know, but there you were times in, in my children's lives that I, um, when I gave them their new tube of toothpaste, they still hadn't finished last year's toothpaste, so I knew that my son wasn't really brushing his teeth quite like he should be. So I figured Santa should be in charge of encouraging them to, you know, bathe. Oh, let's and be wash your best self like this year. Let's so just you didn't give toys, little things, knickknacks in their stockings? No, candy. There's some candy. There's always an orange and a quarter because that's what my family did. An orange, an orange and a quarter. quarter. There's always an orange in the toe that and a quarter. That sounds so sad. <laughs> I always used to say, if Santa is real, I want a pomegranate. And oh my gosh, my mom panicked about finding pomegranates because uh, some <laughs> years right. they're in season and some years you really can't oh, get really? them and that's amazing that you put an orange in your yeah. stockings um, th- that's that's a tradition in our family ah, too that went way back to my i don't know my dad always did it yeah. oh that's a really old tradition yeah. orange I, d- yeah. I just never heard of anybody else doing haven't it. you ever read um little house on the prairie where pa gets a christmas like their first time that the train reaches where they are they get a christmas barrel from their family in the east and the big treat the only fresh thing that would make it is oranges and so uh-huh. they get like an orange this in is little, little house, house, on the prairie. house on the prairie there you Who go knew? do you do stockings sam we do stockings is where we get our little like essentials i always look forward to getting toothbrushes Mm-hmm. Toothbrushes. Luke gives you toothbrushes wow. in no, your this is more what my mom and dad do. Your mom Luke and dad tend to a stocking in the do you go there for Christmas? No, you're working for Christmas. <laughs> and then I'm going about? there afterwards. So you get a stocking there? We'll get a stocking there, yeah. And like school supplies and there's always a magazine and a new calendar. See, oh, I always see, gave yeah, magazines and calendars. Yeah. I always gave magazines and calendars. Yeah. And so Luke and I are like kind of figuring out like what does it look like as our little family to do yeah. stockings? And he s- told me last night, um, your stocking stuff is not going to fit in your stocking. And <laughs> I was like, it'll be okay. Thank you very much. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's, see, we used to do stockings for all the kids and, and it just got to be over the top expensive. Yeah. And that's what we said. We'll do them for the grandkids, but then the rest of you are on your own if you <laughs> want a stocking. You're all unmarried. You have significant others. You all do stocking. So Phoebe didn't even want me to do a stocking for her this year. I thought that was kind of a drag. Oh. She said, no, don't do a stocking. I thought, yeah, we don't do stockings for each other, the parents. Don't you? Just, no, just the kids. I have a stocking that hangs there, yeah. but n- nothing goes in there. We I do. Would go, I would go whole hog on Phoebe's stocking. Yeah? She'd get oh. cookies and candies and special candies I would order f- off the internet. All Are kind you of like, ribbon I candy. think that must be your love language. No, you you're like a gift giver. The gift. No, it's actually not my love language. My love language is um, words of affirmation, but but I like to give maybe special you have gifts. Maybe yeah, so. Maybe yeah. that's your yeah. secondary yeah. one. Right. Do you, are you giving? You don't give toys, do you, for Christmas? Oh, we already talked no, about. No, we that. do. I one of the things I was thinking about, just thinking about stockings and stuff, is growing up. So my mom's side of the family was some of them were French. They always opened their presents all on Christmas Eve, and huh. so always we've done all um, all Christmas Eve opening presents now as a pastor you don't really do that because it's not practical but we would just wake up to a stocking and one big present from santa christmas morning and then we'd already opened everything which i kind of always liked that going to bed um wrapping all your presents or opening Santa present wrapped 
Or was it No, open? it was a stocking oh, with an unwrap. Because I have people who Santa wraps, and we're like, no, no, Santa doesn't wrap. No, Santa, Santa leaves it, yeah. you know? Tags going, tags. Oh, Santa, Santa wraps. Santa tags a Santa wrap person. Who knew? Go ahead. The, the, these days, Santa wraps. But okay. yeah, in the early years, we, we would certainly leave, kid, yeah. leave the kids. Uh, yeah, Santa does a wrap. That was when Scott and I first got married. He, You know, you have these blending of families and expectations, <laughs> and I always wanted... He, I was trying to describe to him what I wanted for the kids. And he goes, oh, you want a shock and awe gift. And I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. I want like the shock yeah. and awe. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, my uh, The new bike. God, everything yeah. is a train set. Yeah. So anyway, so he would make fun of me because I was always trying to find the shock and awe gift. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. That's awesome. exactly yeah, what we tried to do little. to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have new a funny. New bikes, new saddles, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I have a funny story about how I learned that Santa was not real. Oh, <laughs> I was a firm believer for years and years and years because if you believed in Santa, you got gifts. So I believed. I was convinced. I had my doubts, but I was convinced. And then my brother got like some kind of BB gun for Christmas. And I heard my dad and my uncle talking about it, saying how it wasn't exactly the right one and they were going to return it. And I s turned around and I said, but that gift was from Santa. You can't return a Santa gift. And my dad <laughs> looked at me and goes, Samantha, like, come, come on. on. Oh, no. <laughs> Were you like 16? Uh, I was a little older than I would like to admit. Tell us the age. I, I think I was a sixth grader. Oh, Ooh, baby. Yeah, wow. I was holding on. I was holding on. And so then I like ran into another room and cried for a while and oh. then realized oh, I'm going to still say Is that I believe. Was there an Easter Bunny? Uh, yeah, there was. In, and the in tooth, sixth grade? Uh, I think I believed that one less because tooth one year it snowed and my, I saw my mom chunking them in the snow. Tooth Fairy? There was for a long time. Well, I lost all my teeth by the time I was in second grade. Oh. So. Brush more teeth. Hmm. When did you when did you uh, not learn about Santa Claus or you learned about Santa Claus, Jill? You know, so our house had this um, what do you call like a balcony that looked over your living room, and so one year I think I like army crawled out to the balcony and watched my parents put out presents and oh, had a had Christmas a Eve. Had you a found pretty out. good yeah. I've had a pretty good guess. Um, I don't know. I'm always your pragmatist, so I don't know. But it is like I think that's part of the parenting and church and how do you like maintain wonder right like wonder and mystery um and like magic in this season like where does that meet with Jesus right I you know I don't know that's an interesting kind of question like all this is this ma imaginary and sometimes I think in church we bulk that like imagination and wonder is like bad because it's the antithesis of a practical grounded faith or something right like i, I don't know Sarah? i don't know uh oh god don't ask me <laughs> like why do we why do we want to why do we want to kill well, santa here, I, i've got a little something um it takes a lot of faith to believe in santa it also takes a lot of faith to believe in jesus but then and are I they both fake at some point? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, but I think it's that faith building that helps kids understand 
really what faith is about. Okay. Because yeah. so faith is sense. about trust and believing and hope and, and, then, and those things. And so then you get presents. And then you get <laughs> presents. <laughs> Jesus brings you presents. Okay, so while I'm still on the mic. Um, oh, my God. Take the mic. Yeah, here I go. Um, oh, so my go. crazy father one year, I, I, I think I was probably seven, eight. Um, he decided that our belief in Santa was beginning to wane. So somewhere in the middle of the night, he got up and got some boots out and put them into the fireplace and made boot tracks <laughs> with ashes all the way to the tree and back. Oh, my gosh. So when we got and, – and ashes were all over the, the, uh, the hearth. And <laughs> so oh when we got up on Christmas morning, we were like, oh, he really does exist. He, <laughs> he was here and he went to the tree. And, of course, my mother was just – off the charts mad because of the mess that my so father it's had horrible made. to pick up. <laughs> no, I, I got one better than that. It, it kept oh. us believing in Santa. So oh. you know what I did is um, I always got home late from Christmas Eve at the church, so I put together the bikes and the wagons and all that kind of stuff. But I would also go to uh, the wood stove, and I would take cold ashes and I'd get them on my fingers and I would go down to each of the kids and put a little kiss with my fingers on their cheek. Oh, my gosh. So that they woke up and, and they'd go look in the mirror and Santa had given them a oh kiss in the middle of the night. Oh, my gosh. And wow. so there was cookies huh. and there was cookies for Santa <laughs> and there was the carrot for the reindeer. Tell me you guys did this, right? No. I think my parents knew that would have messed me up even more. <laughs> yeah, I no. was a firm believer, man. <laughs> we, always, we always put cookies out for Santa and yeah. carrots out for well, the reindeer. Well, we did cookies, but not carrots. And then the yeah. then the kiss on, on the yeah. cheek, that which I always like, Santa came and gave me a kiss. <laughs> so that oh was kind of cool. One year, Zoe um, needed her stockings washed for Christmas service the next day or something. She her, went her, her like her pantyhose, her like stockings. Oh, stockings. So she wrote a Santa a note and said, "Could you please wash these for me while you're <laughs> here?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This has got to be the funniest." I say, "It's like the funniest Christmas note ever." Could you please do some chores while you're here? <laughs> that would be great. What was your favorite Christmas gift you got as a kid, Sarah? Oh, I don't, mm, I don't have one. You have a favorite gift? She already told you. Underwear, underwear. socks. Yeah. All the practicalities. You don't have any favorite presents? No, no. Grooming, grooming products? No, no, Nothing. no, no. I had a weird childhood, okay? <laughs> I don't have a lot of, yeah, I don't have any. When like, did you stop believing in I, Santa? When you were talking about that, I was like, I don't I don't have a date I stopped believing. I'm not sure I ever really believed. I don't. Were your parents freaked out about that? No. No, and I don't think that they were trying to pretend. Like, my mom would write in her own handwriting, love Santa. So I knew it was her. Like, there was never a time that I was like, oh, this is special or it's from Santa. Like, she she wrote love Santa on things. And even, you know, into, you know, when I got older, she would write But did you too. get bikes or wagons or? No, my first new bike that I ever got was from Greg. And it was, like, maybe, like, three years ago. My mouth yeah. just dropped. Yeah, yeah, I never that got That was your bike. first new yeah, bike? Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so weird? did you have bikes growing up? Of course, you had yeah, a bike yeah. Growing it was up. just like hand-me-downs from like like, like yeah. a neighbor, you know, friend would have one, and then I'd get their bike when they were done. Like I would like figure out whose bike I was gonna get, you know, like oh, when that person gets a new bike, that's gonna be my bike, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> What's your favorite? But gift? I also, oh. um, because I'm that messed up, 
when I got married and I married somebody who like get, like their family gives like money and gifts and stuff. And my first year being married to Greg, his grandma wrote me a check for like $150. And I got this check and I just bust into tears. I didn't even know Aww. how to express. I mean, it makes me sad now. Like just like how I just couldn't believe that they cared about me enough that they would give me money. And I just thought it was crazy. And Greg was just like, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> so it was like a low bar like, for him to, to achieve making me happy. <laughs> like, it doesn't take much that for me to be like, oh, yay, that's a great gift or whatever. So, yeah. Favorite yeah, gift, Jill. Favorite <laughs> gift. There's a lot of fun ones over the years. But one year when Cabbage Patches were huge, I wanted one. <laughs> and my grandfather found himself, and this is probably like 1980. I don't know, four. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather finds himself in Walmart when they're restocking cabbage patches. And there's all these, like, you know, helicopter moms, before that was a thing, fist punching each other at the <laughs> display trying to get. So my grandpa goes over to the, the payphone and dials my mom and says, is this what Jill wants? And she said, yes, get one. So he dives into this mess of women <laughs> and grabs a cabbage patch. And so really, beyond the cabbage patch, just the story of him having to fight off the other women to get a cabbage patch at, like, Kmart. Is it like, Kmart or Oh, Toys yeah, probably somewhere. Just like hilarious, that. yeah. And so it was my grandfather, who's this, like, old stoic cowboy of a, you know, kind of <laughs> curmudgeon sometimes, got me the cabbage patch. Oh, very good. So that was always funny. Sam's favorite Christmas gift. So as a kid, my favorite gift was from my Uncle Larry, and this was the Christmas before he died. And I remember it as my parents never let us open anything on Christmas Eve, but my uncle convinced my mom, you got to let them each open one gift. And he kind of like nudged me towards the gift I was supposed to open, and it was a telescope. Oh. Ah. And I was super into space before I realized I had really bad motion sickness. I wanted <laughs> to be an astronaut. And it was just so cool and just a really special memory that I have of him. That's cool. You know, on Christmas Eve when I was growing up, uh, we always got to open one gift and it was pajamas. Every, every Christmas Eve was one gift. It was a brand new pair of pajamas. So we were new pajamas on Christmas Day. And I would carry that tradition into my my own kids so my kids every christmas eve got to open up pajamas and my favorite christmas gift when i was a kid was a new bike a schwinn 10 speed bike and then i got a surfboard that was another special gift i always wanted a sled but we never had snow in san diego (laughs) yeah no all right this has been a lot of fun thank you you guys for joining us thank you tag for joining us This is the Cowboy Jesus Podcast. Look for us uh, on my blog as well. (coughs) A lot of things going on here at Columbine United Church for the holidays. We hope that you join us on Christmas Eve as well as join us on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas from all of us. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Bye.